Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm excited to be sitting here talking to author Alexi Silva, which she graciously told me I can call her Lexi. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm glad you joined me today. Since it's kind of early, kinda, and you're in California, I'm in Texas, so <laughs> I wake up at like eight, so we're good. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> today we are talking about your debut novel, Crash Course in Clashing. That's a tongue twister, Alexi. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I didn't realize it until more people started saying it. And I, I like, like it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive in into your book. Can you go ahead and tell me what your book is about? It's kind of just a slice of life book. I labeled it more as a romance novel or a rom com, but okay. everybody that's read it so far has told me that it's it's so much more than that. You know, it's about a group of college students, and we have two point of views of the main girl Carolina Flores and the main guy Kang Sojun. It kind of just talks about their lives and how unhappy they are. Oh man, yeah. So she comes from a traditionally Mexican, Hispanic background. And, you know, she has a big family and, you know, it's very collectivistic in the sense that family is very important. There's such an emphasis on that. She has her best friends and she has her boyfriend of two years. And she the story kind of starts off when she gets accepted into the University of Washington in Seattle. Okay, she's very career oriented. But her family is more like, oh, when is she going to get married? When is she going to have a family? When is she going to do all of these things, right? Right. She's just like, nope, I don't want it. I don't want it right now. I want to study. I want to be something, you know, I want to follow my dreams. And so when she gets accepted and she starts going to school, that takes a burden on her. You know, she's hanging out with new people and like her life is really clashing like this new life against this old life. It's really clashing. Ah, gotcha. How did this come about, you wanting to write this book? Honestly, <laughs> I watched, because I'm, I'm Hispanic, uh-huh. and I watched a, a Mexican drama. They're called novelas with my mom. Right. <laughs> and then I watched a K-drama with my best friend. <laughs> and I was like, these cultures are so different, and these like stories are so different. I wonder what would happen if they would, you know, meet. Oh. And so that brings us to Guy. Kang Sojun and he's Korean. A lot of emphasis there is on family, but his family is owns a very successful business. And you know, they weren't always super neglectful, but now that they have the business, they don't really care about him. They're not really involved in his life anymore. And that really affects him. So throughout the book, you see him struggle with, you know, I have to do this to please my family, my family, like any recognition I can get from them is just like important to me versus his own passions. So he doesn't want to be a business person, right? It's tiring him out. He doesn't want to take over the business since he's the only son. He wants to cook. And so you see like him struggle with his clash in passions and versus what his family wants. And then they meet. And she's very bubbly, very, you know, <laughs> just like happy sunshine. Like she has her like 
strawberry backpack and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very, you know, he was trained to be business-like and just very cut and dry to the point. And he just does not like her at all at the beginning. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And this is like the first like few chapters. So I'm trying to not do any spoilers, be very vague, but yeah. That's and then okay. you see how like they kind of influence each other because they're forced to work on a project together throughout the quarter. How was your writing process with this? I mean, it seems really fun to have done this, but but having to write two different characters clashing, that's kind of interesting. It was hard. Um, (laughs) Carolina was very much based on myself because I grew up in that culture. Mm -hmm. But Sojun and having to like channel his personality very cut and dry to the point was so difficult at first. I was like, I wouldn't normally talk like this. So how do I how do I do this? And then, you know, I did a lot of my own research on the Korean culture. I talked to a lot of people that identify, you know, as Korean. I tried to make it as best as I could Mm -hmm. Um, not writing from that cultural perspective but I did do a lot of my research so it was hard at first but then I got into the groove of it as you write I guess you get to know your own characters right it was really fun to write for sure so you just published this book in the middle of November November Mm -hmm. 11th how has it been so far since you published this book as a self-published author it's been a little hard to get it out there I'm sure a lot of I hear that authors, a lot. Yeah, a lot of other authors will definitely um, resonate with that. But the reception that I've gotten has been so positive. People are like sending me messages saying that they love the book. It touches on, you know, mental health. They really like that aspect. It also touches on identity and, you know, sexual identities. And people like how real it can get. One of the things that I loved about self-publishing was the fact that I didn't have to stick to any, you know, like straight line, like check all these boxes. I can go off on my own and they want to cuss if they want to talk about something sexual, if they want to talk about, you know, their identities. That was fine because I didn't have an agent, you know, breathing down my neck. It was totally worth it. Do you see yourself wanting to continue writing something like this? Have you always wanted to kind of steer in this on this road as far as like, you know, like two characters clashing or two POVs kind of thing? Is that something you've always enjoyed? No, this is the first one. (laughs) (laughs) It was its its own challenge, you know, like I said before. And then the thing that I kind of fell under was like, oh, I'm writing more from her POV, even though it's his chapter and I had to rewrite it so many times. Ah, you're right. Um, (laughs) And so it was it was hard as far as the future I am writing. There is a sequel to this book. Oh, okay. There is. Nice. Yeah. So it should be available around the same time next year. Fingers crossed everything goes well. <laughs> but aside from that, I don't have any more two-person stories. It's going to be more just one. I still think a crash course in clashing is still kind of like really interesting and fun to get into, especially you're mixing... Uh, Mexican culture with a Korean culture. I think that's so cool. Me being in Houston, we're very diverse too. So I I see that a lot and I really enjoy it. So tell me a little bit more about you as an author. I 
always really <laughs> liked writing. <laughs> I always really liked writing. I never went to school for it. I actually went to school for psychology and I'm a therapist, which is where all the mental health stuff comes into play. But ever since high school, I've always been writing little stories and sharing them. I can't go back to them now and read them because I cringe so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That one makes sense. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was still there. It was a part of my life. And so, yeah, I've always been writing. Even this book was maybe a 20 chapter short story when I first wrote it just for fun. And mm-hmm. I shared it with some friends and they were like, yo, you could turn this into a book, like write more because this was so fun to read. And so I did. I didn't think it was going to be published or it wasn't even in my plan at first, but I was like kind of pushed in that direction by a lot of people. And so that's that's basically where I am as an author. I didn't plan to be one. If you asked me two years ago, like, what are you trying to do with your future? Author was never on the table. <laughs> honestly, well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm glad I did, too. It's it's <laughs> nice. Honestly, has become my self-care for like de-stressing from work too with all my sessions I could see that I mean I can't relate because I don't know that but I can kind of see how it connects how important was it for you to include mental health issues in your book was that a was that always a plan I mean because it makes it very human you know in in your stories yes it, it was always a plan to incorporate that I definitely wanted to showcase you know panic attacks and having depression and anxiety and what that looks like from you know one person's point of view and I know that there they have been done a lot before but I think that you know having you get to know the characters in the book and then having them go through all of these you know mental health issues and they present so differently in each character to showcase that, you know, depression and anxiety and toxic relationships look different for every single person here, right? Absolutely. And so I think it, it is important and it is something that people may be able to relate to because we've all experienced depression and anxiety. That's just a part of being a human, you know? I feel like a lot of people can agree, especially as book lovers, that you learn a lot from reading because it's not only just for entertainment. I think it's very educational too, even if it's just a rom-com. Because I don't think a rom-com book is just a book. It's very important. I, you know, people relate in certain ways and people learn from certain ways. I've definitely learned a lot. So you're writing the sequel. What are some things we can expect from your sequel? If if you don't mind me asking. No, no. <laughs> um, it's funny because... The, the one thing that I've heard that people say is not a bad thing at all, but they're like, oh, I've noticed, you know, like things take, it's like very slow for things to start like building up. And for that reason, it's the first book and I wanted people to get to know the characters, right? Um, world build a little bit. It's Seattle, so it exists, but build their worlds respectively. And so this book, everything takes off right from the start. The the first book ends in a bit of a cliffhanger and Ooh, well, so you I get like to that. It. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say what it is, obviously, but it that is something to expect. So the the second book picks up right there and everything just continues to like snowball. But do you know if the story of these two characters is gonna end with the sequel, or do you think you can keep going with that a little bit? Um, at the moment I'm not sure. Um I'm right, happy. Yeah, I'm halfway through my first draft right now. So we'll see how it goes and we'll see what the reception is to 
these two books because I usually wait a little bit and then start writing. But I haven't even thought of a third book yet for it. There's going to be a bigger emphasis on, you know, the side characters. There are four side characters, which are their, like each of their best friends and everything. And like just everybody's lives get kind of tingled into this group. And so there's going to be more emphasis on the side characters, too, in the second book as well. So this is why I love talking to authors, because you guys have this world with not just the main characters, like the side characters and how it plays into all this. It's almost like I can kind of see you guys visually map all this while I'm talking to you, which is so cool. <laughs> I'm so fascinated. Lexi, how how do you find time to even do your writing? Because you're working as a therapist and everything. I always wonder how people can juggle with this. It, it was hard. I was doing a lot of the first book in grad school, uh-huh. actually. And then I recently uh-huh. graduated and became a therapist. And it's actually easier to do it now that I don't have a bunch of, you know, 10 to 12 page assignments due. Um, what? what do you mean? That's so easy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. I can write 10 to 12 pages of the book, but not, a, I don't know, some, some weird theory out there. But yeah, it, it's, it's a little challenging because I also have, you know, social life and other things going on. And with the first book, especially people were like, oh, well, that's just a hobby or that's just, you know, whatever, come and hang out and then you'll write it whenever. Right. But now with this book, it's like, oh, well, take your time to write, take your time because you're public <laughs> now and everything. So the reception is even a little different now that the book is out with all of my <laughs> social <laughs> I don't know if other authors have experienced that before, but now I'm taken very seriously and I kind of like it. (laughs) I like that. Definitely. So where can we get your book, Lexi? Um, It's on Amazon. It's also on Barnes and Noble, but Amazon is cheaper. So I always (laughs) bring people there because that's the important thing. (laughs) A few more questions, if that's okay. Have you found any difficulties or any stories as far as trying to market your book? Uh, it's it's hard. There's so many people, you know, or so many agencies that are like, pay this much and you'll get it on our website. And I do have a job, but, you know, it's it's difficult to pay a lot of money for marketing yeah. techniques that might not even work in the first place. The book has an Instagram. It's at a crash course in clashing. Um, just simple and sweet. That's the title of the book. They have their own ads too. And that's been the main source of how I've done it. A lot of people are saying Facebook and, you know, Facebook business pages. And it's just been so hard to, you know, find time to set that up do it to the best of my ability because I'm not on Facebook anymore. Yeah, it, it's hard. People want money to promote their stuff. And I get that that's a business too, but it gets right. really expensive at the end of the day. I heard vanity publishers are very, very horrible to deal with. So at least there's a lot of forums and groups that are very helpful. So I, I really like those. Any last minute thing you want to tell us, Lexi, about you or about your book? I guess one of the things that is on the back of the book is that me as an author, I am Hispanic, but I also identify as someone with albinism. Albinism okay. is a rare genetic mutation that affects 1% of the Earth's population. So very rare. Um, but I do, you know, it affects someone's melanin production. So I, my hair is very white and my skin is very pale and I have blue eyes, even though, you know, traditionally I grew up with that culture and everything. So 
I've just done a lot of research on it as a, you know, as someone studying psychology in school. And it's just, I don't know. I, I always like to put the word out there because maybe not a lot of people are aware of albinism or even know what it is. And the more awareness I can build, the better for me, you know, and for my community. Absolutely. Do you put that in as part of your book also? Or do you plan to do that also? I, I've been like, thinking of ideas for a book centered around that but it's not in my stories it's just kind of in the about me as an author yeah I'm I'm really glad you put that on on your book that's really I I I love that the connection I guess between reader and author there's so. so much that goes into you know your racial and ethnic identity when you go into albinism and I've done that research before with a lot of you know other people around the U.S. with albinism and it's just like a whole just identity thing. Well, I think it's important to definitely bring that to make it known and the norm, actually. So, but I just want to say thank you for coming to talk to me today about your book, because I'm fascinated with the fact that you were watching novella and you're watching K-pop or K-drama and <laughs> kind of combining the two together. It sounds like a really good read, actually. (laughs) Thank you. But I want to say I'm going to let you go. And uh, and I had a wonderful time talking about this. And the fact that you brought up anything about being an author, being a therapist, I thought that was really, really interesting. So that was the book of Crash Course in Clashing. And thank you, Lexi, for coming by today. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day. I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.